0: All right, let's talk about traffic enforcement cameras now. So I'm talking intersection speed cameras, red light cameras, photo radar cameras. Some people would like to see that come back. How about cameras in school zones? So you speed through a school zone, camera takes a picture of your license plate, boom, you get a ticket In the mail. Now, we already have 140 of these intersection enforcement cameras around British Columbia. Do we need more of them? And I mean a lot more. There is a campaign in BC now to vastly expand the network of traffic enforcement cameras. Also, municipalities now angling for this. They want the authority to install these cameras and collect the fines. Right now, this is strictly the province's jurisdiction, but more local governments, municipal governments saying, hey, we want to put up these cameras in our community. We want to collect the fines. Got Grant, got standing by to discuss this first. Have a listen to Vancouver City Councillor Christine Boyle making the case for more cameras. There
1: were over 7,300 crashes uh, involving motor vehicles last year. Um, 7,300 crashes that uh, involved people going into the hospital for injuries, and uh, 18 of those crashes resulted in people dying. And um, that's about 22 a day. And I think it's a significant public safety issue.
0: All right, let's discuss now with my guest Grant Gotke True. Grant is a former traffic police officer. He is now a forensic consultant forensictrafficpro.com is his website, and I'm always grateful for his time, Grant. Thank you for coming on today.
2: It is always my privilege.
0: Okay, we got a real bad we got a real sketchy connection there with you right now. But uh, oh, let's lovely. let's let's muddle through here. Grant, what about these cameras now? Do you think they're effective? Do you think they work? We've got 140 of them right now.
2: I don't know. What are the results from... Uh, uh, has the province given any update on the, uh, their uh, success?
0: Well, sure. The province is saying it's working. They, they say that they, put, they install them at the worst intersections, the most accident-prone intersections, but there's a lot of dangerous intersections that don't have them. Do you think there should be more of them?
2: Well, I, I, I really don't, uh, I, I'm kind of, the jury's out on that simply uh, because um, there it, it is a cash revenue and I think if you put anything in one location, people will, people will behave themselves at that intersection. Like if you put an unmarked, if you put a police car in that intersection with nobody in it, people are going to slow down. If people know there's a camera there, they're going to slow down. Um, it doesn't. Driving habits, other than that, other than in that one location, um, the uh, the counselor uh, with her stats of 7,300 uh, collisions that resulted in people going to the hospital. Um, keep in mind that during my time on, on the force, if, if somebody was complaining of whiplash, they went to the hospital. So that's not necessarily an accurate a uh, uh, reflection of the true injuries were they soft tissue or the actual injuries such as you know fractures and serious life-threatening injuries um, the other thing that she left out was the causal factors what were the causes of these collisions simply saying oh we had 7300 collisions last year well that's nice uh, with injuries uh, but what were the causes? You want to focus on what's causing the crashes, not do a knee jerk reaction and go, "Oh, well, let's put up cameras and siphon more money out of the motoring public um, to pay off whatever you know uh,
0: um, oh. That eats. oh, oh, wait a sec now you're you're saying what this would be a cash grab
2: For the speeding one, absolutely one hundred percent. Um, I don't have a problem with the red light cameras because that evidence is pretty solid. The red light camera will show you that the light is red prior to your vehicle entering the intersection. Um, so that's really hard to argue that. The, uh, the photo radar tickets are completely different because it's just a picture of your car with a speeding allegation. And, and I've had this conversation with you before. I don't like that there's different rules for the police than there is for the government. I have a problem with that.
0: Oh, what are the different rules for the police?
2: Well, with a speeding allegation in the province of British Columbia, you need a visual estimation first. That is part of the tracking history. That's part of the training. You have to have a visual estimation first. Radar by itself in speed enforcement by itself is always unreliable. That's why you have to have a visual estimation. But that's the requirements for the police. But unfortunately, you know, the government says, oh, no, no, we don't need to do the visual estimation. Uh, you don't get any points. You just pay the fine. It doesn't even go on your driving record. See? Make you feel much better. It's like, mm, that's a double standard. And I think as a society, we're getting pretty sick of double standards.
0: Okay, let's have a listen to, uh, and this is on yesterday's show, Teal Phelps Bondaroff. He's also a city councilor in saanich near victoria and he's been beating this drum as well he's saying look we need a lot more of these cameras way more cameras and we would like municipalities to have the authority to set them up collect the revenue they say local government knows where the dangerous spots are in their own communities let us set up these cameras he would like to have them set up in school zones and a lot of other places as well he says they work have a listen to him here
3: this was a meta-analysis of 35 studies, and they found that the average speed in the
0: vicinity of traffic cameras goes down 15%, collisions went down between 14 and 25%, fatalities and serious injuries went down between 11 and 44%. We have traffic laws, but they only work if they're followed, and they're often only followed if there's effective monitoring and enforcement. Okay, let's take a break right now. We'll come back with more. My guest is Grant Gottkutru. Grant is a former traffic police officer. And phone me on the open line on this one, okay? Right now, we have 140 of these cameras around the province. And there are calls now to vastly expand this network of enforcement cameras. We're talking red light cameras intersection speed cameras photo radar do you think there should be cameras installed in school zones do you think that municipalities should be eligible to set these cameras up right now this is exclusive domain of the province and icbc provincial you think local governments would you trust your local government to to set this up do you think it would be a speed trap Revenue generator, 604-280-9898. If you travel near one of these cameras, tell me if you think they are effective. Okay, 604-280-9898 is the number. Star 9898, toll free on your cell. Grant Gottkindrew is my guest. Back with your calls. Okay, it's interesting to see more municipalities now putting their hand up and saying, hang on a sec here, we want more of these traffic cameras and we want to run them, okay? So we know where to put them. We want to collect the revenue here. We want to prevent accidents and deaths in our community. My guest is Grant Gottkutru. Do we need more of these traffic cameras? We've got 104 of them right now. Should they be vastly expanded here in B.C.? 604-280-9898 is the number. To call star ninety eight ninety eight on your cell, Doug on the freeway. Hey, Doug, go ahead.
4: Yeah, I I took the uh, photo radar all the way to the Supreme Court many years ago, and uh, intersections. I'm not in. I, I don't care rarely where the money goes, but I can tell you a reason uh, that one of the reasons I took it there was the ticket I got was at an intersection uh, in uh, New Westminster. And New yeah. Westminster had reduced the time of the amber light was caught catching way more than other people. And this, if they do bring this legislation in, they must at least tell the uh, uh, the municipalities that thou shalt not screw around with the timings of the lights, which they control for various reasons like uh, wave traffic. Uh, did you did that, you beat did you beat the ticket in court? I beat it at the uh, I beat it at the provincial court level I went to the Supreme Court and lost I took it to the appeals court and uh, lost again on a one to two count and then I uh. took it all all the way to the appeal uh, all the way to the Supreme Court of Canada who wouldn't look at it because there were plenty of other social issues that needed to be dealt with apparently whatever but
0: I, okay. they, I went
4: against it because they still use uh, the speed traps as a as a cash cow
0: Thank uh, you because... Doug for thank you Doug for the call Moving on to another call here now Bill in Vancouver Hi Bill go ahead
4: Yeah I'm 100% in favor of red light cameras because I mean can you go through an intersection these days without someone running a red there's it's extremely dangerous You know yellow the yellow light means come to a stop you're already supposed to be Stopped when it turns red, but I do not want the municipalities to take that money because they think everything is a cash cow. So and and uh, Councillor Boyle's argument is so big oh. Like, come on, terrible.
0: Yeah. Grant true what do you think of the red light cameras?
3: Well, we all have that one time at Bank cap story, right? So I don't have a problem with the red light cameras. I, I, I never have because the evidence is in photo. It's right there. You can see where your car is. Yeah. Uh, hard, to, hard to argue with that. Um, but when municipal g- uh, governments start saying they want the revenue, then it's a revenue generator. And then they'll tack on the little, oh, it's for public safety. It's like, no, once you say. And the other thing that's important here is who pays for this to install this? It's not free, and it's very expensive to install and monitor. Who's paying for that?
0: Yeah, good good question. Good question. 604-280-9898 is the number to call. Star 9898 on your cell. Let me know how you feel about this now. We've got 140 of these intersection enforcement cameras right now. Do you think they're working? Do you slow down if you know those cameras are around let me know, do you think we should have a lot more of these enforcement cameras? Star 9898 98 on your cell, Don and Langley. Hi, Don,
1: go ahead. Yeah, I was just talking to the gentleman when I first asked the line there. First of all, this cash cow business, if you're breaking the law, you're breaking the law. That's the bottom line. Uh, second, and I don't know if there's someone that could know this, if you recalibrated those uh, cameras that used to collect the tolls on the two bridge, recalibrate them to uh, radar. Every time you pass under there, it goes click, click, and that would raise a lot of money and save on RCMP uh, hours, giving them all tickets. And go one step farther, put those cameras under every underpass from Vancouver to Hope, and you'd be making a lot of money, and you'd be saving a lot <laughs> of lives and accidents. That's my comment. Okay, what Don. do th- about those cameras?
0: Thank you for that. Uh, I wonder if any if any of the politicians are listening, taking notes on that. We make a ton of money on this. Star ninety eight ninety eight toll free on your cell is the number to call me. Don in Abbotsford. Hi, Don. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. Hi there. Uh, professional driver here in the city, and I'm I'm a huge fan of the red light camera. Not okay. so much the uh, camera radar. I think municipalities have enough. Things to generate their revenue. I think all the red light cameras should be a provincial revenue thing for them. They should be monitoring people entering red lights. It's so dangerous when people fly through a red light at a high rate of mm. speed. It's just, it's awful. awful.
0: What, ca- what kind of vehicle? Monitored everywhere. What kind of vehicle do you drive?
1: Uh, I've I've driven a bus. I've driven a cab. Mm. I mean, I drove for transit for years and. When I learned how to drive a bus, it's like I I learned so much from from what they taught me to what people don't do everywhere across the board. It's insane.
0: Do you you see a lot of law-breaking, like dangerous driving out there?
1: Yes, because when you're on the road for more than eight hours a day, you see way more than an average commuter. Um, I've seen people fly through red light, dead reds, at a high rate of speed. And dump trucks, other professional drivers make other professional drivers look bad. You know, it's just time is money for cab drivers, Uber drivers, and they're all, you know, and there's a lot of people that are just, you just see so much. People are on their phones. It's terrible.
0: Yeah, and do you think, like, for for, for professional drivers like yourself, Don, do you have you know where these cameras are right do you think most professional drivers or experienced drivers they know where the camera locations are and they will slow down
1: i think it's public knowledge there's a lot of signs before an intersection that says there's a red light camera yeah. and If people if people don't pay attention to that i mean i was always taught the faster you go the less you see so it's it's just something that a lot of people are aware of. Yes, I know where a lot of red light cameras are, but a lot of those red light cameras don't work a hundred percent of the time. Like some of them are malfunctioned, some of them aren't active all the time. Like it's it varies and I just think if you're gonna do it, you should do it right. The government should get the money and put into new curriculum for I C B C drivers mm. to learn how to drive. It's a whole different ball game now than when i got my license in the 70s and don thank it, you know? thank you
0: for thank you for a great call I, I appreciate hearing the perspective of someone who's behind the wheel professionally uh, all day so grant we have one minute left here like she was pointing out that okay yeah you're going to raise a lot of fine revenue but maybe you should make it dedicated revenue earmark it to driver safety training what do you think of that idea
3: well that's a great idea and the other factor to consider is this isn't going to change driving habits because there's no points, it doesn't go on the driver record. So a person can get a hundred of these and all they're doing is paying the fine. They're never going to get prohibited from driving. And the problem with the photo radar tickets is what people don't understand is that speed enforcement radar can be affected by both mechanical and electrical interference, which is why you need a visual estimation in BC, because you get a lot of false and ghost readings. Mm. On standalone speed enforcement radar and i've got the I've got the manual and the uh, um, all the paperwork from the the, the photo radar people uh, that run the intersections and it's simple okay. radar that, that you know so that's the problem
0: Grant, thank you for coming on today always my
3: pleasure great
0: topic I appreciate it a lot grant got true there Grant is a former traffic police officer.